Let's discuss whether you need a manager in order to succeed in your racing career. Oh, sorry, before we get into this episode, on Friday, I did a live broadcast that a lot of you watched, thank you, um, on how to win this beautiful gaming PC. But I won't cover it today because I want to keep the Race Driver Coach show all about tips for how you can improve your performance in your career, right? So talking about this doesn't really fit. So I'm going to do another video midweek and I'll show you how you can win this. Back to the show. G'day to all the race drivers. Thank you for joining and tuning in once again to the Race Driver Coach Show, where we talk about the things that really matter to race drivers and the people that just want to succeed. There's so many things that people can learn from race drivers, and it seems like this show is providing people that whether they're flight attendants to, to the working in a bar and they want to start up a business, it's still the skills that race drivers need to perform and to succeed at their career. It just crosses every platform. It crosses every platform because human beings are all the same, pretty much. And if they're trying to succeed something, the same recipe, the same skills, the same outlook, attributes that you need to succeed and get to f1 or whatever it is you want to um, achieve in racing it's the same no matter what it applies to everything so thank you for all the people that are not even in motorsport but they're still watching this it's it's a pleasure to have you and to serve you so uh what have we done recently just got back guys i woke up at 10 40 this morning it's now while i'm recording this it's 12 30 but 10 40 in the morning I can't remember the last time I did that because we got in from DTM with Liam Lawson at something like half one in this morning. Um, and it was a tough weekend. Things happen in race weekends that you just can't, you can't even like predict it. You say, right, we've got the speed. So all we need to do now is bring it home. Just qualify well and have a good race. On paper, that's what it looks like. But so many things happen. Politics, people get in the way. You have incidents, you have... A bit of weather that throws a curveball and you know decisions are made and the car's not not quick as quick as it should be so it makes you look bad to get a really clean race weekend is so difficult even if you are the quickest on the grid and i think a lot of drivers know this you go to a race weekend that you know you're going to do really well because you know the circuit and you're all set up and nicely but you come away with two dnfs it's not easy uh we had one of them weekends when the potential was massive but we didn't realize it the driving was awesome but there's a few things that happened that made it pretty average to be fair it was one of them weekends and they're the tough ones especially with liam because he is he is a fighter he is feisty so i always come away from them weekends absolutely drained because we give it everything so yeah a bit tired um but i'm back firing on all cylinders now I've done my normal priming or in people remember you need to prime your days don't just wake up roll out of bed checking your messages and fall into life wake yourself up especially on a monday morning when you know you've got a busy week and you've got a busy day you make sure that you prime and you spend 5 10 15 minutes getting this right the mind focusing in and being energetic so you can attack the day and your to-do list really important not what the, this video is about but spend that first phase of the day getting into the right mindset waking up the body a bit of exercise so you can thrust yourself into the day that you're just about to have which is what i'm doing now um and this video helps as well it's like right i've got to get ready for a video 
got to serve the community. So anything that's greater than yourself as well, if there's a bigger force, family, career is big. Put that at the forefront of your mind while you're priming yourself and get ready for battle. So that's what I've done so far. Um, but to come back to you guys, managers. This is a question from Rob. Do I need a manager to help me in my career? Is it worth the money? Another absolutely fantastic question. And it's a fantastic question because it's got about six different answers to it. Really, it's yes or no. And it, but it depends on you as the driver, what you need, what skills you've got, um, where you are, what your career looks like, and what goals you've got. But if I could just tell you first what a manager does, what a manager is supposed to do for a race driver. This is a person that you employ. You pay them like 30, 40, 50,000 pounds, dollars a year, whatever they charge. And they're employed to make sure that you get the best race seat that you can, that you're promoted through the industry. They look after the day-to-day -day runnings of the career. So say if you've got uh, a sponsor meeting coming up or a sponsor gig, they help you organize it. They basically do all they can to help you, to showcase you and help you have the career. So then really all you need to do is get in that car or on that bike and you perform. And then they do the rest. They might help you with putting together a sponsorship package most managers don't go actively go out and look for sponsorship for you because that is a full-time job and if they've got like more than one driver it's just impossible to, to fit it in because you have to be hammering the phones and speaking to people all the time sometimes managers do but it's very hard for them to do that and to manage your career and the other drivers so i wouldn't expect a manager to go out and find sponsorship for you because at the end of the day selling sponsorships a hard sell it really is. And it takes a lot of work. So normally it's the career I'm going to position if say if I'm a manager, right, which I have helped drivers, I have managed drivers and I work with WH sports who are a management firm. If you manage a driver, you say, okay, I've got this driver. They are this fast. They've got these skills. They got this trajectory career wise. This is what they want to achieve. Now it's my job as a manager to put them in the right championships to make sure they're in a team that is capable of helping them win if they've got the cash to go to a top team. And not only that, I've got to make sure that they've got the good car, preferably the best car in that team, because there's always a difference in the cars. You can't help it. Maybe it's the champion's car from last year. Make sure I can get them in that car or at least a good one that's capable of doing the same lap time. Good engine, uh, the engineer themselves. I want to, I want one that actually gets on with my driver. I think will help my driver grow. So really, they're in they're in a, an area or an environment that will help them get the best results possible. And as a manager, I've got to put all this together. And not only that, I've got to get it at a good price. Because what happens is your dad calls up or you call up a team. You ask, what is the budget? How much are you going to charge to run me an F4? And if it's just a driver direct with not amazing results, you know, pretty good results, um, good reputation, but not setting the fire, uh, the world alight with their world championship trophy and all this, it's just an, a driver that wants to drive. Or if it's a dad calling up, you're just going to get the, the market price, the top end. They'll start you, okay, it's going to be 400,000, um, take it or leave it. And that's the kind of respect that you get from a race team normally because they get so many calls from drivers 
most of them are not serious most of them can't afford it so they just say right here's the package blah 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 take it or leave it but when you've got a manager most likely that manager has got a reputation or reputation has got a, a relationship with the race teams already so call the race team up the best race team or the best race teams in that championship and say right i've got this driver this is their name this is what they've accomplished uh, what's the best you can do and they'll say right it's it's 400 grand they'll start at the same price then the manager has got a job and a task to bring that budget down it's like right do me a deal here for crying out loud this driver is a good payer they always pay up front or, or should i say on time when it's in installments um they're not going to mess you about the dad is easy to get on with he's not going to be crashing in and shouting at the team um and they are the type of people that you want in the team and he'll sell that driver or she'll sell that driver to bring the price down also they'll think of ways like you know we don't need 50 test days this driver only needs 25 test days uh, maybe we can save on tires just do me a deal help me out and because i'm a manager and i have other drivers i can bring other drivers to you in the future so if you look after me now, race team, I'll look after you as long as you're providing with us with a very good service and I'm not ripping anybody off. I'll bring my next driver to you as well, or at least introduce you because it's down to the driver really that chooses the team in the end. The manager just puts up all these packages saying, right, you can go this team for this price. You know, I've worked my tail off to get the price down to this, or you can go to this team with this price and he just gives options to a driver. That's what a manager does, right? So the manager goes in gets a deal the t the race team knows that that manager can bring other drivers in the future so okay i'll knock another 20 off because it's you this is what a good manager can do right so they'll they will sell you they will get you the best deal and actually put it this way if you're paying 400 grand for an f4 seat let's say 300 400 is a bit high um and the manager costs you 40k 50k Yet the manager has managed to get you about 35k off the, what you would get if you called them. Already you paid for the manager virtually. Not only are they going to be there helping you throughout the year, making sure that things go well, making sure that uh, they look after your sponsors and, and, and your social media, they help you with all that. So all the other services that a manager gives you, you're paying for that but if you've covered it mostly already because of the money they're saving you on the budget that you would have paid the team they've nearly paid for themselves then it's a no-brainer if they're good it's a no-brainer and the big thing there was that i just said is if the manager is good so yes i would say managers are great to have but they need to be good. They can't be just this person who says, I'll bring you the world and they don't do the work. Or they just, they're, they're cheap as chips. You know, they only cost about 15, 20K a year, but they're not really helping me. They're not really calling up all the teams. They haven't got the relationships or the network in motorsport that they promised they have. They told me they had when I was signing up with them. They're absolutely full of crap. There's plenty of them. So you have to make sure that you get somebody helping you that has got a track record. Okay, that's not completely true. They might be first, you might be their first driver, but they're really good, but you can figure that out. But if it's somebody who's saying they've done all these things, make sure they have. Speak to their current clients, their other drivers. Speak to their ex-drivers that they used to work for. And just, you know, do your own research first. Even speak to race teams. What do you think of this manager? Is he any good? Is she any good? And just talk to people in the industry. 
or you know you can do research like i say and talk to old drivers so do your homework first make sure they're not going to rip you off because i remember i remember i had managers right helping me but i didn't pay them because i was up front and i said I can't pay you. I haven't got the money, but honestly, as soon as I earn money, you're, you're going to get 20% of whatever I earn. Um, and as soon as I do get anything, I'll just throw you some money. I'll always pay for your expenses to get you to the track and things like this. And a lot of managers, pretty much all of them said no, of course, because when you take on a driver, it's a lot of work. So you want to be paid for it because you've got to pay your own bills as a manager, right? Um, it's normal because it's your job. So you're not going to do it for free. But now and then you get one that actually does say, OK, I'll help you out. And then you're only going to get a little bit of help from them because they're doing you on the side sort of thing. They're helping you on the side. But that might be the way to start. So call up all the managers you can say, I really haven't got the budget to to pay you at the moment. But if you do save us on on budget, I'll pay you half of that money. So if they save you 25K on what you would have paid and you and you give them all or half of that money, that's a good win-win, right? They've saved you money, you're paying them, everybody's happy. So there's ways of doing it. But essentially, they are there to get you through the door, to give you options, and to make sure that you're looked after. That's big, right? So not only do they start the season by saying, these are the options for you, I've managed to get the prices down and give you everything you need there just to choose, and I'll, and you can call them up and say yes or no, but they put fires out throughout the season to so save your engines down they're the ones that bust the balls of the team say look we can prove it on the data his engines down get us an engine please or now um, they make sure that if something happens that's kind of against the contract the team are being a bit naughty or something happens in the championship uh, an event is cancelled so the the managers then got to have the awkward discussion with the team saying right we paid for nine races. Now COVID's messed things up. We're only getting six races. We want a refund or we want some money back or you've got to give us some testing or something. It's up to the, end, the manager to have that awkward conversation. So again, the driver can just be there to perform. The family can just be there and not getting involved with the team and, get, and, it, and everybody falling out. The manager's there to say, right, this is what we paid for. We're not getting this. Can you uh, make sure that we're either credited or we get something else in return. So all the awkward conversations that happen throughout a race week, race season, that's down to the manager as well. So in essence, yes, get a manager. Because not only are they doing all these things for your career, they're the ones that are calling all the teams in the next formula or the next championship to get a deal there. So it gets to like August, September time in the season, if that's the normal season time uh, duration, they're now calling other people to open up other doors. So they're actively working for you to further your career. And there's, there's quite a few managers out there. So again, do your research, call around to their, if you want to do your research and call around to their ex clients or current clients and say, what are they like, blah, blah, blah. And if it's good things and you're okay. Now, now and then you get an ex client that's disgruntled and they say, no, they ripped me off. So don't take everything they say because sometimes it it didn't happen the way they saw it it was other things that were in in uh in the situation that made it look bad so the manager looked bad and he he or she took the hit i don't know so yeah it's like a trip advisor when you see on a hotel and it's got great reviews and then there's one really peed off customer saying it's the worst hotel ever 
just be careful. Make sure you do a bit more research of that. So was it really just that one off or was it because COVID, the swimming pool was shut? So they were a bit disgruntled. So, but still do a bit of research. But yeah, I would say managers are great because it's hard to get a career, right? It's really difficult for you to concentrate on your performance and to try and look for sponsors, which you've got to do anyway, but then manage the sponsors, which is more the manager and open up doors and talk to people in the industry to do all that while you're at school or while you've got a job. It's just, it's pretty much not going to happen. Is it? It's going to be half ass. So if you've got someone actively even spending one hour, two hours a day on your career, when you're not there, when you're asleep, when you're at work or when you're at school, it's going to help. And you have a daily, uh, daily, sometimes it's daily, depends what's happening. You have a weekly meeting with them on Zoom or on the phone. You know, what have we done this week or what are we going to do this week? Who are you going to call? Who am I going to call? And then it becomes your partner. You're both fighting to create a career for yourself. I see so many people, and I'm doing this book now, on helping parents navigate through sport, through motorsport, because you go in as a parent and as a driver, and you don't really know the industry, you just get ripped off. You end up overpaying, you end up paying more than your teammates. And it's not long before you get the crap car, you get the engineer who's a trainee, you've never done it really before, you get the mechanic who's also a trainee, things happen on your car that don't happen on the other car, and you haven't got a foot to stand on, and you're paying more. That is what situation you don't wanna be in, and that's what a good manager saves you from doing. So yes, Rob, this is, something that I would say is definitely worth looking into. If you're taking your career seriously and you've got budget, a manager can help take away most of the headaches if they're a good one. So get a good one. If not, you've just got to work your tail off. You can do all this on your own, remember. You don't absolutely need one, um, but it's just hard work and it's easy to get someone else to help you and do it and talking to people and use their connections and networks. So yeah, it depends. It's a, I'm sorry, it's not a yes or no question, but if I was starting again, I would put more emphasis on getting a manager to help me because I thought I could do it all myself. And I had like three different managers throughout the years. Um, and you know, some were good, some were just didn't have the time. And one of them, uh, actually a fourth one I paid and they completely ripped me off. Uh, they did a sponsorship proposal. They said, we're going to find your sponsors. Don't worry. And I paid, I think it was a couple of grand or something for this proposal. And it had the wrong driver's name in it even to start with someone else's name. So I knew that they were selling this package to other drivers and they left the name in of the other driver. And I was like, dude, you're not even doing this for me. This is just a templated one. And I've basically paid two grand for a template. Thanks. So you can get ripped off, but you'll know when you meet them, you look in their eyes, you speak to their clients, if they're any good and what they promise. If they promise to like get you a drive that's cheaper than if you were to call up yourself and they're virtually paid for already just by what they've saved you, I can't see a problem. So yeah, managers are good, but get a good one. <laughs>